Become a wealth creator today. Text money to 800-454-1184. That's money to 800-454-1184. Here we are again, the start of another new year. And so this is an opportunity for you to get ahead of your financial strategy for 2023. We're going to go over several deadlines that you need to remember this year. And we're going to hit the highlights so you can mark those on your calendar for key retirement dates to remember in 2023. Here's the phone number for today's show, 800-454-1184. That's the number to call for a complimentary appointment or even to have a 15-minute phone conversation, 800-454-1184. And remember, you can always find us online anytime at wealthcreatorradio.com. Hello to you and Happy New Year. Well, Happy New Year to you. And um, yeah, there's a lot of dates that people should be remembering and things to be thinking about. Um, Obviously, some are, you know, age specific, but we're just talking mostly about the just the regular dates. Okay, so that's what I thought. Let's just kind of start off by going over some of the key deadlines that we need to mark off on our calendar this year if we are retired or retiring. Yeah, I mean, one of them just ended, which was Medicare open enrollment. But now there's if you're under the HMO. There's Medicare Advantage open enrollment where you can change your HMO plan between now and the end of March. So March 31st is that that deadline. The other one, if you're over 72, or well, if you turn 72, I should say, last year, you have up until April 1st of this year to finally take your money out of your retirement plans, your required minimum distribution. Probably should have taken it last year because if you waited till now, you're going to take out not one, but two of them. So you get get one for last year and one for this year. Obviously the big one, April 18th this year is tax day. So getting all that tax planning done, uh, last day to fund a Roth for last year would be that day too. And, um, you know, and then obviously you can extend, try not to, but (laughs) if you you need to, um, you can extend till October 15th (laughs) and, um, you know, that'd be the last day, but you still have to pay whatever you owe in April. And then of course, Yeah, later down the road, like I said before, October 15th to December 7th is always Medicare open enrollment for for regular stuff. So lots of stuff to be thinking about. Right. And then again, next year, by December 31st, you have, you know, one last time to get those RMDs in for 2023. And then it's all over again. Happy New Year 2024. (laughs) It just goes so fast, doesn't it? (laughs) Yep. And um, no, I mean, one of the things that you don't want to do is, you know, you're a lot of times you may not want to wait all the way till the end of the year to do required minimum distributions. Yeah. If you think about 2022 or even 2018, they were not up by the end of the year, they were down. So, you know, if you wait till the end of the year, you know, yes, you may have more chance to make more money, but you know, you might also lock in a loss, right? So mm-hmm. things to be thinking about planning ahead and you know, what, what is the best way to take those required minimum distributions once you're 72 and up? Exactly. So if somebody is thinking, wow, I'm at the beginning of the of this year now, I need to maybe make sure I have my ducks in a row if I'm going to call it, you know, quits from my career and, and go into retirement. Well, we are offering a chance for our listeners to give you a call, go in and see you and members of your team and come up with a, a plan to make sure you are ready to retire, right? No, exactly. I mean, this is, you know, something that you want to do is especially this time of year, get a plan going, right? And start thinking about all this, you know, figure out how you're going to have income for the rest of your life. You know, where's that money going to come from? Is it going to last with inflation, taxes, everything? 
um, then how are those investments structured? As you're getting closer to retirement, you need to start shifting those monies to give you income, not just to grow, but to actually you know be there to, to withdraw. And then, of course, taxes along the way. Which pot of money should you take when? How much of it? Um, you know, healthcare, of course, if you're retiring before 65, after 65, Medicare, all that kind of stuff. And then lastly, legacy. You know, do you have all your stuff set up in the right way to make sure it goes to who you like, not courts and attorneys, but you know, <laughs> your, your family members. So that's the five areas that we cover is income, investment, taxes, healthcare, legacy. If you just want to have a 15 to 30 minute phone call just to find out a little bit more, can we help you? Uh, just feel free to, to do that. Just all you have to do is text the word talk to 800-454-1184. Again, text word talk 800-454-1184 or book directly online at Wealth creatorradio.com. Yeah, you make that first move. That's what you have to do. But give Eric and his team a call. They would love to guide you about your retirement. Create that customized blueprint to worry less wealth. Wouldn't you like to worry less about your retirement? Well, they are here for you. Tell us how we need to be thinking about social security and putting that on our calendar as far as when to claim those benefits. Well, yeah, I mean, the, the two big dates are pretty much for most people, um, 67, that's your full retirement age. The ideal amount of benefits, I guess, would be mm -hmm. the best way to put that. Um, 62 is filing early, and that's where you'll get penalized a bunch. You can get it, but if you keep working, you're going to give it all back. So be careful there. Um, and you can wait all the way up to 70 and, and get more money. So, you know, really what you need to do is figure out, okay, if I'm in those age ranges, you know, how does this fit into my plan? When does it make more the most sense to to get that money out? And you know, when when should I really turn this on? And you know, if you're married, there's a whole nother dynamic because who's got the higher earnings? The person with the lower earnings could turn theirs on sooner, but the person with the highest earnings usually want to have them wait for as long as they can because that'll be their your couple's eternal check. Mm -hmm. When one of you passes away, that that bigger check stays. So, yeah, it's not something you want to just go ahead and say, you know. Here's my, you know, click online and send me money. Uh, you want, you really want to put a little bit more thought into it than that. And um, yeah, once you do this, you pretty much can't go back. I mean, they, they will let you fix some stuff in 12 months, but after that, there's no no changing, no going back. And you know, especially if you file early and then all of a sudden you start working again, you know, you might get penalized and lose a ton of benefits. So yeah, not not something you want to take lightly without having a plan, because uh, you know, I just. It's just too scary to, to mess that up, and it's a lot of money, you know, yeah. over the rest of your life. So, exactly. uh, you know, these are checks you could be getting for 30 years, right? So, mm -hmm. bigger checks, nicer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Biggest bang for our buck, right? That's what we've got to do. Make sure we plan out that. Now, let's talk about reviewing maybe our risks uh, in our retirement savings. When do you suggest we get that done? That's something that at least every year, I mean, physical, right? dentist, all these things, you know, just throw that in there with, you know, with the rest of it. Right. <laughs> and, um, you know, at least once a year, if not every six months, if, especially when things have been changing a lot more like they have been, but, um, yeah, I mean, right now I think this is super critical. If you have not looked at your, your assets in the last you know six months or a year, it's, it's a little scary because obviously a lot of people, they dropped in, you know, last year and, you know, you want to make sure that, you know, that this money is actually in the right spots. Should I be changing things? Um, should I not change, right? You, you know, for somebody who's a lot younger, maybe they don't need to change. But if you're getting closer to retirement, you, you need to make sure you have some, some money that's foundational, some money that's not going to go away. And that area has like 
massively change with the Fed rate, rate increases. So there's a lot of great, great, huge benefits now that weren't there, you know, this time, the, you know, the year before. And so, you know, those that you want to have some money that's guaranteed so it can't be lost in retirement. And then you also want to have some money in steady income that's paying you dividends, paying you income, and then have the market money. But you know, if you don't have those other two, you're not going to succeed very well in, in retirement just because of those bad years come. And when they come, it's usually really bad. Right, <laughs> so uh, right. you want to have some options. And, you know, that's what really helped a lot of our clients get through last year without without as you know bad a problem as it could have been. And so, again, if that's something you want to take advantage of and you want to find out a little bit more information and, you know, really make sure that you've got a plan. If uh, we can just set up a 15 to 30 minute phone call just to find out what your concerns are, what your worries are. And then we'll go over that. And then, you know, from there we can figure out, you know, does it make sense to meet or not? Uh, again, there's no cost, no obligation. Text the word talk to 800-454-1184. Again, text the word talk 800-454-1184 or book directly online at wealthcreatorradio.com. And Wealth Creator Radio with Eric Hackman will continue right after this. Don't go away. If something's worth doing, it's worth doing right. There's a particular time of life this phrase couldn't be more appropriate. How can you know you'll live the retirement you've always imagined? After all, life can be so unpredictable. You've worked hard and saved. Watch your accounts go up and down with the market. Your advisor says, don't worry, you'll be fine. But you still don't feel confident. Eric Heckman at Heckman Financial has a checklist to help you find out if you're on the right track for retirement. Take his checklist challenge. If you can check all the boxes with confidence, you may be ready for retirement. If not, Eric can help you address any potential costly mistakes. To get Eric Heckman at Heckman Financial's complimentary checklist, call or text LIST to 800-454-1184. See if you've got it right. Take the checklist challenge today. Call or text LIST to 800-454-1184. Firm offers insurance services. Investment advisory services offered through Heckman Financial and Insurance Services, Inc. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principle. Hi, you're listening to Wealth Creator Radio with Eric Heckman. I'm Luann Fulmer. You know, Eric has done this for over 30 years now. And when I say done this, I mean helping people retire. In 2020, Eric, more than half of all Americans were covered by um, some type of life insurance. So can every people see life insurance as a really useful tool to protect their families and their loved ones? But what I want to address today, Eric, is not really do I need life insurance, but rather do I need life insurance for my retirement? Yeah, well, life insurance has been always kind of boiled down to two things. Do you, do you owe someone and do you love someone? <laughs> oh, and oh. So, so lots of times when you're you know, starting out, uh, you know, it's you owe a bunch on a mortgage, right? So you want to have enough to cover that, that mortgage in case you're gone and for the rest of your family. Maybe your mortgage is paid down a lot more. The kids are grown, so yeah, there's, it's less dependent on on you being around. Uh, you know, so that's when people start going, oh well, you know, do I still need it? You know, what should I be doing? Uh, well, there is some some big changes that happen when somebody passes away during you know during retirement. I mean, if you're a married couple and you know one of you passes away, you not only lose that smaller of the two Social Security checks. You also flip from being married to single filing on the income taxes. And so um, I had one client that literally, uh, after his wife died, he lost some of her income, some other stuff. So he had made $20,000 less, Ooh. but his tax bill was actually $20 more. 
So it was almost, his tax bill was almost no different. You know, it was almost a, you know, dead even, break even type of thing on the taxes, but he made $20,000 less. It's like, well, hold it. How can you make so much less and have the same tax bill? Well, again, you're no longer married. Now you're single filing. So all those brackets go up way faster. So, you know, that's where sometimes the life insurance can kick in. Uh, The other thing too, is a lot of the modern policies now, finally, finally in California, (laughs) it took them a long time have uh, long-term care benefits. So life insurance may not actually be about you dying. It might be more about you, you know, needing care and, and how to pay for it and not using up all those those dollars that your surviving spouse may need for their retirement after you're gone. So it can be a, a very useful tool for, for retirement now. Yeah, I love that uh, life insurance policies can be used for long-term care benefits. So to figure that out, if that's something maybe you might want to use in retirement, what would be some key questions we should ask ourselves? Well, like like I said, of course, you know, how much do you owe, <laughs> right? So yeah, if you've got a lot of debt, uh, a lot of people nowadays, especially with the tax law being so favorable and when we had interest rates so low, uh, you know, it didn't make sense to pay off that two and a half or 3% mortgage. Now, if you got a newer one, it may, <laughs> you know, may really make sense to pay it off. <laughs> so, uh, you know, so, so that's one of those things. If, yeah, if you owe a lot, you might need to have that life insurance keeps going just because of one person passes away and you lose that social security check. Can the remaining income for the surviving spouse still pay for that, that mortgage? Uh, you know, and often it may not be the case. But then also, you know, in terms of just wealth transfer, I mean, the worst tool in the world is IRAs and 401ks to leave behind because, you know, if you, if you leave that to the next generation, uh, you know, your kids have 10 years to blow that money. I mean, literally, they have to spend all that money and pay all the taxes on it. So, you know, you don't necessarily want to be doing that for, you know, leaving those types of assets. Whereas if you can leave life insurance where it's tax-free, if you do that tax-free money, it's it's all theirs. They can do whatever they want with it. So, you know, it, there's a lot of benefits to having that. Um, again, you have to be able to figure out how do I pay for it, right? Where does the money come from to fund it? And what type of policy is, uh, you know, it it can't be you know, group insurance that expires when you quit your job. Uh, it can't be term insurance that runs out. So there's a lot of things that are, are very different. And so, you know, you have to kind of figure that into your retirement plan. So, you know, that is one of the things that we do here at Heckman Financial is we really help people figure out what do I need to be planning for? What should I have? And one of the things we've come up with is this is great checklist. And the checklist kind of goes over, you know, it's kind of like a little quiz in a way. Uh, tells you, okay, here's all the areas. What, what's your score? Yeah, have you taken care of this? Have you taken care of that? And, you know, if you score really, really low, um, guess what? It might be something that you, you need to be, uh, you know, taken care of, right? But at least it's better to know that before you retire exactly. versus after. Yeah. So again, you know, if you want to get a copy of that checklist, all you have to do is text the word checklist. Uh, pretty easy. Uh, so text the word checklist to 800-454-1184. Again, text the word checklist, 800-454-1184, or go online and request it directly at wealthcreatorradio.com. And thanks for joining us. This is Wealth Creator Radio with Eric Heckman of Heckman Financial right here in San Jose. And I'm Luann Fulmer. So we're talking today about key questions that you should ask yourself to try to see whether or not you still need life insurance in retirement. Now, Eric, a lot of people who are trying to retire or who are retiring probably do have life insurance policies already in place. What should they be thinking about? 
Well, you know, are the policies that they own, right? So that that's one of the big ones. Uh, so, like I mentioned earlier, there if it's if it's group insurance or term insurance, I mean, term is something that literally is good for a term. Mm-hmm. So if it's a five-year term, guess what? After five years, it goes away. If it's twenty-year right. term, it goes after way after twenty years. Usually, those policies, by the way, uh, say you're paying, you know, a hundred bucks a month. Most of them, I find, go up ten times. <laughs> so oh that that hundred bucks a month may be a thousand a Whoa. month after that. And so, so that's very brutal. And yeah, lots of times, unfortunately, I have these phone calls and discussions with people that will reach out to us and say, "Hey, you know, I've got this policy; it's expiring. I'm 78. You know, what should I get?" It's like uh, not much because it, 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 it sadly, it, it, lots of times your you know your health may not be good enough anymore, but also just the cost would be prohibited. Yeah, you know, that, that's that's the hard part is is does this make sense for your situation? Um, and so you usually want to have some sort of permanent insurance. You want to have something that's going to be there for the rest of your life. So again, there has to be something that isn't going to run out. Um, if it is a permanent policy and you've had it for a long time, uh, you want to get what they call an in-force illustration, I-N-force. Um, so meaning the policy is not lapsed, it's in-force. And that'll tell you if, you know, if they run it out from now to until age 100, is it going to still be there? Because again, lots of times I, I have gotten calls with people who have cash value policies that are running out of money in, in their you know, 80s. And lots of times it was because they saw a policy that was going to earn seven or eight percent every year. And then rates went down to four. <laughs> and oh. that changed a lot of things. It was great for your mortgage, but it really was not good for your, your life insurance. You know, so these are some things that to be thinking about is how to pay for these. How, how are you going to keep them going? Um, you know, and then also, is it is it trying to help your surviving spouse more or is it trying to help the next generation? You know, so, so there's a lot to be said for when, when you're doing this planning. That's what I was going to ask. Are there any other factors we should be thinking about? Well, I mean, the, the probably the biggest one is is the misuse and abuse of life insurance. Uh, I would call it, I guess. Um, you know, some people like to call it the laser fund, or they'll call it LERP, um, which is like mm-hmm. a life insurance retirement plan, or seven seven zero two, which just talks just a tax code that talks about life insurance. So they'll do anything to call it something that it's, that they don't have to use the words life insurance. <laughs> so that way they can hide it, disguise it. And, and what are they hiding for? What, what are they sheltering for? Why are they making up these cutesy terms to not actually say what it is? It, you know, it you know, reeks of somebody trying to tell you something that's not and trick you into stuff, right? So um, so be careful if you, anybody's trying to use those types of, you know, goofy terms. Uh, life insurance can be a great tool. I mean, if you, especially the overfunded, we've used it a lot for, for clients where you put extra money in there. Uh, you know, you fund it, for, you try to keep the life insurance part actually small and you try to overfund it and get a bunch of cash value in there. And it can be a great tool that can actually pay a lot of tax-free retirement income. So, you know, there is definitely a great advantage to doing it. But the problem is you usually have to fund it for at least five years and you usually need like a 10-year timeline before you start touching the income. But I've seen people where they say, oh, yeah, I'm going to start it in two years or three years. Well, it, it just doesn't have time to build up enough money and, and work. And why did somebody talk them into that? Well, because they got paid a lot of money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and sadly, that's the only reason. Uh, you know, and so, the, you know, with life insurance can be a really critical tool. Uh, it can make really good sense for long-term care protection. It can, you know, make sense for, you know, tax-free income. There's a lot of great things, but again, it has to be part of an overall plan. 
If it's not, then how are you going to know if it's right for you? So, you know, again, with here at Heckman Financial, we've got this great thing where we've built this blueprint to worry less wealth. Uh, We typically charge $1,500, but we've been waiving that for radio listeners and podcast listeners. So again, if you want to take advantage of that, we'll set up a first uh, phone call just to find out what your situation is. And then we'll go from there and we'll actually create that blueprint for you. That'll tell you where you are in terms of income planning, investment planning, taxes, healthcare, and legacy. And then we'll know what tools are right for you, what tools are wrong, and where you should be taking action and what things you should not be doing. You know, once you have that data, that knowledge, then it's so much easier to, to, to figure out what you should be doing versus just taking what people say. Uh, now we at least have some evidence to say, oh, yeah, this makes sense for my situation. So, again, if that's something you want to take advantage of, all you have to do is text the word VISIT, 800 454 1184. Again, text the word visit 800-454-1184 or go online to wealthcreatorradio.com. Eric will explain what IULs are and how they work, if they could make sense for you. That's all coming up next. So stick around for more of Wealth Creator Radio and Eric Heckman. If something's worth doing, it's worth doing right. There's a particular time of life this phrase couldn't be more appropriate. How can you know you'll live the retirement you've always imagined? After all, life can be so unpredictable. You've worked hard and saved. Watch your accounts go up and down with the market. Your advisor says, don't worry, you'll be fine. But you still don't feel confident. Eric Heckman at Heckman Financial has a checklist to help you find out if you're on the right track for retirement. Take his checklist challenge. If you can check all the boxes with confidence, you may be ready for retirement. If not, Eric can help you address any potential costly mistakes. To get Eric Heckman at Heckman Financial's complimentary checklist, call or text LIST to 800-454-1184. See if you've got it right. Take the checklist challenge today. Call or text LIST to 800-454-1184. Firm offers insurance services. Investment advisory services offered through Heckman Financial and Insurance Services, Inc. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principle. Hi, we're so glad to have you join us. This is Wealth Creator Radio with Eric Heckman, who is a well-known speaker and author, and he's here to give you guidance for everything that you do too, and then all the way through retirement. He wants to help you worry less. We're talking today about questions that you need to ask yourself to try to determine if you still need life insurance in your retirement years. So Eric, what we're learning today is that because your financial needs are different in retirement, so are your insurance needs, right? Yeah, certainly. I mean, there's, like we talked about earlier, yeah, there's things where, you know, when you're talking about, do you owe money? Do you need to cover a mortgage? Do you have young kids? But then, of course, as you're aging and stuff, you don't have hopefully those young kids living at home. Hopefully they're, they've got you know, at least you kicked them out if, if they hadn't moved out on their own, right? Uh, I got three sons, so yep. they, they better not all end up being at my Back house. Back at forever. your house, yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, but but then yeah, there's other things like long term care, retirement income, uh, you know, just tax free growth of money. So so there's a lot of other reasons uh, that you you might need to have the life insurance there that are very different from when you were buying it. You know, say in your twenties, thirties, or forties. One of the life insurance options that we often hear about um, is that indexed universal life or IULs. So I want to talk about that. Explain to us how it works, please. The original policies were kind of more like a a 30-year fixed mortgage kind of thing. So that's that's the easier way to kind of show show the differences. So when you're talking about whole life, whole life was where you actually invested in that company. So, you know, if you 
Like I started my career with New York Life. So if you owned a policy in New York Life, you literally owned kind of a little piece of that company and you were dependent on them for paying you dividends and giving you the money. Uh, and then in the 80s, E.F. Hutton, if you remember when yeah. they talk, everybody listens. Everybody right? listens, yes. <laughs> so if you're old enough to know that commercial, they actually came out with first universal lives. And so these are much more like a variable rate mortgage where things were now you know, kind of separated out more. With universal life, you have this this cost of insurance that you see, you have the earnings that you see, and it's a lot more visible. But that was in the Jimmy Carter days, the high interest rates. And then once those rates dropped, everybody's like, whoa, that's not working so good. <laughs> and then they had variable life, which was in the stock market. But again, you're trying to make this money be more guaranteed and grow. So those were had so much fees and costs that you know, finally, everybody realized that indexing was the was the way to go. And so the big difference here is the universal life part, it means is you see the fees, you see the cost. So it's, everything's kind of broken out. So you can really see, see like how much is the cost of insurance? How much is the cost of running the policy? Uh, that's literally every annual statement shown to you, you know, for what all those costs are. But the big difference here is instead of your money getting a set rate from the insurance company or being based on the insurance company's performance, now they're making it off some stock market index. So of oh. course, like S&P 500 is the you know, main index that most people use. So say if the, the cap was 10%, what that means is they'll pay you anywhere from zero to 10% if the stock market does that from usually what they call an annual point to point. So if it was June 1st to June 1st, the next year, they'll look back over that year. How did that money do? You know, How did that grow? And then they'll pay you anywhere from zero to 10%. Now, if the market did 11, 12, 15, 20, whatever, you don't get that. <laughs> you know, but you, you only get, get 10. 10%. Yeah, yeah. But 10 on something that's guaranteed is pretty dang good, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah. um, now what happens if it goes the other direction, right? Uh, if it goes negative something, well, the neat thing there is you don't lose a dime. You just earn zero, mm -hmm. but now you start it over. And guess what? That starting point's a lower starting point. Well, typically after the market drops, it usually will rebound eventually. And so, hmm. you know, now that you've got locked in that lower number, it's really easy to have a higher percentage gain that next year. Even if the market doesn't come back to where it was, again, it's only from, that's like a one-year sprint. It's not a marathon. Hmm. So you're just looking from year to year to see how your money did. And so, yeah, so these, these can be really good policies to earn some pretty decent money. That's the good part. Uh, obviously, has the the life insurance aspect too. You know, don't forget that, right? <laughs> right? So, <laughs> yeah. uh, and so typically, there's a couple ways that works. One is you have a flat death benefit. So if you started off, say at you know a five hundred thousand dollar death benefit, if you build up a hundred thousand of cash value, it may still be five hundred, which means as your cash value grows, you're getting less and less life insurance. Uh, the other way is you can do it. Yeah, you know, your cash value plus your death benefit, and so that those kind would be if you had a hundred thousand of cash value and the death benefit is five hundred, you know, now it's six. So, you know, that's one of those things where again, that's a cost item. Uh, if you're buying more insurance, of course, it costs more. So if you're trying to have that that death benefit grow, then that may make sense. But if you're trying to get the cash value to grow a lot, lots of times you want the life insurance to actually be smaller, which sounds counterintuitive, <laughs> but basically the, the government said if you, if you have too much money, because pe people basically in the 80s were being really abusive of life insurance, they were dumping in tons of money. They dump in like 100 grand into a $5,000 
uh, insurance policy at the time that was paying 12%, you know, tax free. Uh, well, that was a pretty good deal. <laughs> and so, uh, but then the, the government's like, hold it. If you're dumping a hundred thousand into a $5,000 policy, this is not life insurance. This is just a tax dodge. So they do have these limits that say, okay, you have to have so much, uh, death benefit compared to your cash value. So, you know, again, there, there's little things, little nuances. What I find is a lot of people who sell these don't tell people these nuances. They don't tell them the pros and cons of cha- how it's designed. And a lot of times they're designed it so they make the most commission for themselves, which, you know, again, is not the thing you want. So you want somebody who's more of a fiduciary advisor, somebody who knows this in and out and can design it for what you're looking for. So, you know, again, that's one of those things that, you know, if you wanted to set up a time to, to just talk and go over this, see if, if you know, the what some people call the laser fund or life insurance retirement plan or 7702, all these goofy names, it's life insurance people. It's index universal life insurance. It's, you know, not the super great IUL. It's just a good product, good tool. But again, like everything, it's got its pros and cons. So again, if that's something you want to set up a time and talk, we can go through that and go over that that for you to see if it makes sense for your situation so you know if you want to set up a time all you have to do is text the word visit 800-454-1184 this could be you know virtual on the phone whatever but again text the word visit 800-454-1184 or you can book directly online at wealth creator radio And this is Wealth Creator Radio with Eric Heckman of Heckman Financial. I'm Luann Fulmer. So you kind of have taken us through, we kind of have a good idea of what's good and bad, but I don't know, can you, you want to go into kind of a list of pros and cons of an indexed universal life insurance policy? Well, like I said, I mean, they can be really great, but the, but what people forget or you know conveniently ignore and, and don't mention much or or, or how, whatever terms you want to use i mean uh, there's one guy who gave up his insurance license so that way he can have a radio show print books talk about life insurance you know endlessly index life insurance um, but his whole family's licensed and then they'll sell you the stuff but since he has no license he can say whatever he wants and get away oh, with it so uh, so so yeah you, you want to make sure you're you know doing the right thing i mean i've seen some of their proposals that they had had and I sent it to their compliance at the one company and they were shocked that they were using these things. <laughs> and so, yeah, so you got to be careful of how it's being approached. It can be a great tool to build up money, but it takes time. It is not you know, this is not, uh, you know, some, uh, you know, strike it rich or, you know, meme stock type thing. This is very slow. This is more tortoise than the hare type of thing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, most of the policies are good after 10 years. Uh, you usually need to fund them for at least five years, uh, maybe even up to 10. Uh, but if you're trying to get money and have great earnings and stuff after one or two years, the costs are, are just too much, um, you know, initially. So the costs get really watered down over time. But there are some upfront costs that, that happen. And so, you know, again, that's one of those things where it's all about, about expectations, right? I mean, if you're trying to use a, a tool that, you know, is not designed, I mean, if you're trying to do 80 miles an hour in a golf cart, good luck, right? <laughs> right. I mean, you can try all you want. It ain't going to happen. So, um, so if you're trying to make this be super high flying, it's not. It's going to be a slow growth type vehicle, but it can be a great tool to build up a lot of tax-free cash and, and be a really great source to, to do that. But again, yeah, I know have somebody who knows what they're doing, not somebody just sold your friends and then they're going to be out of the business in six months or, you know, something like that. Somebody who's a fiduciary base advisor like we are here at Heckman Financial. So, uh, you know, again, if you want to figure out 
hey, what is all this life insurance things about? Should I be doing it? Should I be using it? You know, we'll give you all the all the real story. And then you can decide, hey, is this for me or not? So again, if you want to set up a time to talk, just uh, text the word visit 800-454-1184. Again, text the word visit 800-454-1184, 800-454-1184, or book directly online at wealthcreatorradio.com. Wealth Creator Radio and Eric Heckman will be right back. If something's worth doing, it's worth doing right. There's a particular time of life this phrase couldn't be more appropriate. How can you know you'll live the retirement you've always imagined? After all, life can be so unpredictable. You've worked hard and saved. Watch your accounts go up and down with the market. Your advisor says, don't worry, you'll be fine. But you still don't feel confident. Eric Heckman at Heckman Financial has a checklist to help you find out if you're on the right track for retirement. Take his checklist challenge. If you can check all the boxes with confidence, you may be ready for retirement. If not, Eric can help you address any potential costly mistakes. To get Eric Heckman at Heckman Financial's complimentary checklist, call or text LIST to 800-454-1184. See if you've got it right. Take the checklist challenge today. Call or text LIST to 800-454-1184. Firm offers insurance services. Investment advisory services offered through Heckman Financial and Insurance Services, Inc. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principle. Welcome back to Wealth Creator Radio. This is Eric Heckman. I've got my monthly contributor, Drew Frampton here. And uh, one good question to ask is, as rates keep going up, yeah, we all kind of prophesize that the market, real estate market is going to crash down. Uh, you know, they pulled back, but, you know, they haven't, we haven't seen like the 08 type of meltdown or anything like that. So, you know, what do you think about that? Yeah. I mean, there's so many people waiting for the 2008 crash, right? And they're saying, okay, I'm going to I'm going to wait until this happens. 2008 was crazy. It's the time that I got in the business right before it. <laughs> we saw some wild things. I don't know if that's what we're going to see this time around. You know, we've seen a pullback, right? That's definitely the case. I'm not sure if we're going to see the, just the absolute crash and burn that we saw in 2008. Okay. I mean, what I mean, obviously that one was a lot of it was fueled by kind of stupid mortgages like uh can you say that on there <laughs> <laughs> well the liar liar ones mm -hmm. which you know is like tell me how much you make and tell me what your asset levels are and we're not going to check anything so those were just not smart <laughs> so yeah. so you know I, we i don't think we've seen that going into this you know this uptick and then you know slow down no not not at all i mean let's look at the differences between the 2008 and to today so certainly i got in the business in 2006 and obviously mortgages were around before then <laughs> um as much as i don't want to think that um but the 2006 7 really started in early 2000s the lending practices became very very loose right the liar liar the <laughs> yep. you, you don't have to qualify there's no such thing as qualification that has certainly changed there's regulatory things that have been passed down by congress to ensure that the people who are getting loans have the best chance of repaying them and there's actually these acts called the ability to repay so lenders are required at this point to make sure that people can actually make the payments on these loans at the time of closing so that's one thing that's just very different because back 2008, not only could you get a mortgage or a, a home loan without qualifying, you didn't even need to put money down. 
And and you could even go over 100% loan, you know. Yeah. Get your furniture financed. Yeah, yeah. right. And stuff. <laughs> so, yeah. So, th- that that part. So, we haven't seen those kind of excesses. And, and those excesses then basically drove up, you know, house prices because people would bid up stuff and say, hey, yeah, I can afford this now because this, this thing, you know, or, or a lot of them were, you know, interest only, things like that. So, yeah. Well, and it wasn't even about the affordability, right? It was, there were so many people getting multiple homes, in the anticipation that, you know, in three months they'd sell and make a quick profit and, you know, rinse and repeat. And it worked until it didn't. And then it hurt really bad. <laughs> right. Yeah. That. I mean, just perspective wise, I mean, a five and a 6% mortgage, you know, historically is fairly normal. I mean, it, it's, you know, it's, you know, as rates have gone up, people are freaking out because they haven't seen them in 20 years. But, you know, if, if you owned a house for, you know, 30 or 40, you've definitely seen rates way higher than this. So, uh, so I, you know, I think part of that is, you know, it, yeah, that's a little bit more people freaking out versus you know, what the reality of life is. Certainly. I mean, everything's relative when it comes to, you know, money in general and interest rates. And, you know, we're approaching sevens at this point, right? And we haven't seen that for a long, long time. That certainly is people scared a little bit. And if you think about it, most people, when they buy a home, they're financing the majority of the purchase. So the payment is something that's very you know, concerning for them. Mm-hmm. And if that interest rate's higher, then obviously they can't afford as much debt to right. spend on the home. That has certainly changed. And I think that's the biggest reason for this pull that pullback that we've seen is that interest rates are higher. They're not the 18s, not yet, hopefully never. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. <laughs> um, they're not the 18s or the 10s or 12s that we've seen uh, in the 80s, but they've definitely come up significantly higher. And really the pace is what is so dramatic, right? We've seen in the span of less than a year, two, three, four percent higher Right, I was doing, you know, twos and threes, thirty-year fixed <laughs> mortgages, not too long ago. Yeah, January. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so. 2021, 2022, we've seen the lowest interest rates maybe ever, but certainly uh, in my lifespan for sure. Yeah, I mean that's one of those things where you know it's just going to be the new reality of how things are going forward, right? It's probably not going to abruptly go the other direction either. So, um, you know, if you need to buy a new house or you need to do that, I mean, what should people be doing now? I mean, should they be waiting? Should they not be waiting? <laughs> that is the age-old question, right? My advice remains the same as it always has been, which is if you can afford the home. And you're going to buy it long term, and it's your, you know, this is your primary residence, or if you're doing an investment property, it's a long term purchase, long term hold, then yes, it still makes sense to buy today. If you are planning to buy something and sell very, very quickly, who knows what's going to happen in the near future, right? Right. Um, I would say, you know, keep a look on these interest rates because that does, as we've seen, affect home prices. So if interest rates start going into these higher, higher places, then there may be a significant pullback in home prices. If we stay in the, you know, five, sixes, we should be in good shape as far as home prices. Because here's the thing, we're not building the homes that we should, right? And the inventory is very low. And there's this generation called millennials, (laughs) <laughs> and they do everything later than previous generations, and they're at prime time to buy homes, right? Everyone's getting married and having babies, and they want homes to live in. There's just not enough out there. Yeah. And I mean, that's not something that's going to be fixed very quickly. <laughs> so one of the debates I always, I always talk to people about, well, you know, when we're just for financial planning clients is, you know, if they are trying to buy a house is, 
you know, the, you can wait and maybe home prices go down. But if your mortgage price rate goes up by 2% between now and then, <laughs> which one was cheaper? Right. <laughs> yes. So, so how do you answer that? I mean, or, you know, or is it just depends on timing or like you said, affordability? Well, I kind of feel like you're putting me on the spot in my <laughs> predictions. So I'll just do it. Um, so I would tell you this. There's a golden opportunity right now for people that want to buy long-term. Okay. And I could be dead wrong, right? So we talk about crystal balls all the time, right? Mm -hmm. And they're pretty foggy. Yeah. But what I would say is if the Fed or if and when the Fed gets inflation under control, interest rates follow inflation. So if inflation starts going down, interest rates typically will follow that. There's other things involved, of course. If interest rates follow that, you still have the low inventory situation with home prices. Builders, I think a 50-year low as far as what they're building today. Uh, so there's, there's not anything coming on the horizon either. Um, and we've got a huge population uh, that needs housing. So as long as the cost of money drops from where it's at today, you're likely looking at a... Uh, high demand and still low supply of housing. So I don't see home prices dropping significantly unless we see interest rates just get completely out of hand more than they're at right now. And potentially you're going to see home prices go up. Not not the crazy, you know, I was looking at my wife's from Boise, Idaho. We're looking at <laughs> Boise, Idaho over the last couple of years, oh, 60% over four years. <laughs> right. And the majority of that was in 2021 and a little bit in 2022. Crazy. Yeah. So, yeah. so if, yeah, you got to watch which market, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and everything's very specific, of course. But right now, there's some opportunities because there's a lot of homes that have sat. We're seeing lots of list prices being slashed. We are seeing that. We're seeing a lot of list, you know, what people are asking for their home. Those prices are going down. And so you've got some opportunity. So it's not just the price that you can now negotiate, but you can also negotiate your terms. So I, for the first time in a long time, I'm seeing buyers negotiate credits from the seller to give them money to either buy down the interest rate, which you can do. Mm -hmm. um, I see credits for repairs on the home. We see price reductions. We see you know contingencies, which is, hey, I'll buy your home as long as something else happens, which we've not seen in a long, long time, which is phenomenal. So there's some really great opportunities right now. You're not competing. I, I'm getting people with 3% down in homes, which is great because we're competing with people putting 50, 60, 100% right, down. Yeah, right? So, so you, you have the ability to get into a home. And if I am right, can't promise it, and interest <laughs> rates drop with inflation, then you could pick up a lower interest rate at that point. Yeah. So, so, so it might be expensive for... A few years, but hopefully in four or five years, yeah, the, the, very true. You might be able to refinance and hopefully get a few percent less yeah, <laughs> of a loan. And, and hedge my advice, because if I'm wrong, make sure that you can afford whatever you're initially getting into. <laughs> get into you're right, yeah. Well, that was your first advice was only buy stuff you can afford regardless, right? So, Absolutely. Yeah, so, so if people do want to reach out to you and say, hey, you know, can you walk me through this process? Tell me what, what you guys would do, what you recommend. Here's my situation. Because it's all very super specific to you know, your situation, right? So, Absolutely. Um, yeah, so what, what should they do? What's the best way to get a hold of you? Yeah, whether they want to talk about their specific uh, market or a specific deal or their situation, give me a call, 408-610-3210. Again, that's 408-610-3210. 
Okay. And they can text that to that number too? They can, yes. Okay. So Drew's got a really nice consultative approach for you where you're not going to be like, oh, here, you got to get this loan or whatever, this product. It's more just, hey, let's figure out what fits, what, what, what works for your situation, right? Absolutely. No cost, no obligation. Let's make sure it fits for them. Yeah. All right. Well, maybe throw out that number one more time there. 408-610-3210. And you can always find a link at wealthcreatorradio.com. Well, with that, we'll be right back on Wealth Creator Radio. If something's worth doing, it's worth doing right. There's a particular time of life this phrase couldn't be more appropriate. How can you know you'll live the retirement you've always imagined? After all, life can be so unpredictable. You've worked hard and saved. Watch your accounts go up and down with the market. Your advisor says, don't worry, you'll be fine. But you still don't feel confident. Eric Heckman at Heckman Financial has a checklist to help you find out if you're on the right track for retirement. Take his checklist challenge. If you can check all the boxes with confidence, you may be ready for retirement. If not, Eric can help you address any potential costly mistakes. To get Eric Heckman at Heckman Financial's complimentary checklist, call or text LIST to 800-454-1184. See if you've got it right. Take the checklist challenge today. Call or text LIST to 800-454-1184. Firm offers insurance services. Investment advisory services offered through Heckman Financial and Insurance Services, Inc. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Hi, we're so glad to have you with us today. This is Wealth Creator Radio with Eric Heckman. Eric is a well-known speaker and author, and he can provide you with the guidance to get you to and through retirement with worry less wealth. Would you like to worry less? Well, this is the time in our show when Eric tells us a wealth success story. So we can kind of learn from someone else who have done things uh, the right way in retirement. So Eric, tell us about your wealth success story today, please. Yeah, well, this one's just about uh, you know a, a client of mine that they've done the the stuff you're supposed to do. They didn't do anything super crazy, you know. They you know bought a car, but they didn't buy it every two three years. They bought it you know every five to eight years, right? So it's not not spending quite as much on them. And now he just got a. a package offered to him where he can, you know, retire early and get paid to leave. You get paid like wow. nine months to, you know, income to get out of work, right? Awesome. So, <laughs> yeah. So we looked at it and it was ironically almost perfectly when he was going to retire anyway. So, hey, yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll take that. And, you know, but, but the nice thing is the last several years we've been working together kind of you know, switching things, changing things. So, you know, with the, with the downturn, he didn't, uh, you know, with the various, well, couple downturns we've had with the market in the last couple of years, you know, he didn't get burned as bad because we had some of that money and foundational assets, stuff that can't go away, stuff that's going to be there year in, year out and, you know, but earns more typically than, than most bond funds. And then he's also got some steady income, which, you know, once the, that, that nine months of extra pay <laughs> stops, we can finally turn that on and start sending those checks. And those are assets that are, you know, very stable, you know, low volatility, but, but pay really good income. And then obviously he's got the market money that, that, of course, bounces around a lot more with the market. And But the biggest key, I think, for what made them successful is, you know, first of all, not doing crazy stuff. They weren't going off. I mean, I had a, just recently talked to somebody who had $2.3 million in his IRA doing all these options and it dropped to 400000 oh. six months later. Oh, whoa. And, you know, just just crazy, silly stuff where this guy was fine financially but just went took huge risks. Well, 
you know, with this other client, um, you know, they they've haven't done any of that crazy stuff. You know, they didn't go into options. They didn't go into you know crypto. They didn't go into commodities or try to do self-directed real estate in their IRAs or you know any of these other things that can be super risky and and blow up on you. So you know, again, if that's something you want to talk about and find out a little bit more, you know, get that blueprint to worry less wealth, uh, where you can worry less about your money and more about where you want to have fun or where you want to go or where you want to do. All you have to do is uh, set up a time to talk. Uh, you can text the word talk to 800-454-1184. Again, text the word talk 800-454-1184 or book directly online at wealthcreatorradio.com. That's all for this week's show. Thanks for listening and we'll talk to you next time. Information provided during Wealth Creator Radio is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment tax or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken. Eric Heckman offers investment advisory services through Heckman Financial and Insurance Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Any tax advice given as part of this presentation is not intended to be used and cannot be used by the taxpayer for the purpose of avoiding tax penalties or promoting, marketing, or recommending to another party any matter or transaction addressed herein. The views and opinions expressed in the program are not necessarily those of the radio station or its sponsors, and they should not construe as legal, tax, or investment advice. You should always consult the appropriate advisor before making any financial decision.